We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Yeah, welcome back to another one on Insight. I'm CBV, Chris Fanfleet. Thank you for being here and thank you for making this one of the top wrestling podcasts in the world. And that happens because you show up each and every week. And it happens because I know you're following the show. And if you're not, please click follow wherever you're listening to this. And remember a few weeks ago when we had Natalia on the show, I got a lot of messages from people saying, oh man, if you did this interview at her house, did you also do an interview? with Tyson Kidd, TJ Wilson. And I kept saying to people, you just wait, give it a few weeks. And here we are. This is our third interview that we've done together. And the thing that I'm reminded every time I talk to TJ is whether it's an interview or whether it's a text or a DM, I'm just reminded how positive he is. He just has this genuine passion for life. And look, every wrestling fan knows his story about the muscle buster from Samoa Joe that went wrong in 2015. It ended TJ's in-ring career, almost ended his life. And I understand how he has a totally new appreciation for life. But that passion he has just oozes out of him. It's so infectious. And I love it. He's been working behind the scenes in WWE as a producer, specifically handling a lot of the women's matches lately. So any of the epic women's matches you've been seeing... He has a role in putting those together. But it's been really interesting because over the last few years, we've seen returns from people that were told they could never wrestle again, right? Edge, Paige, Daniel Bryan. And I think that a lot of people throw Tyson Kidd into that. Oh man, if they told all those other people they can't wrestle and they had a broken neck and they came back, Tyson Kidd's next, right? He confirmed to me that is never going to be the case. It is a completely different injury, and he's really happy doing what he's doing now. But this puts this to to rest. I I guess he's talked about it a bunch, but he puts it to rest that it's a C1, C2 injury, completely different. This is basically his neck broke at the base of his brain. He gets into all of the details here, but all of this is to say is he's really happy doing what he's doing, and I couldn't be happier seeing him as happy as he is. You're going to love this. Please share this with somebody and snap a screenshot and let us know that you're listening as well. Tag us. He's at TJ Wilson. I'm at Chris Van Fleet. Let's do this. Please welcome Tyson Kidd, aka TJ Wilson. Good to see you again. Chris, always good to see you. I think it's been five years since we sat down in person. Well, I guess we were standing, actually. We, we stood. We, we in stood. a very cold room. It was well, freezing. That's, that's Florida for you, right? <laughs> yep. Hot, really hot outside, really cold inside. Far too cold yep. inside. <laughs> yeah. And then we did one over Zoom, but yeah, nothing yeah. beats doing this in person. No, hell no. This is awesome. Yeah, it's just so good. Thank you for inviting me into your home. Oh, it's my pleasure. Your cats have welcomed us in here. Yeah, that's Do I we looked, have one? I glanced over. Yeah, this guy. This oh, guy, who's this? Big Louie's got to come see me always. Come here, Louie. Big Louie? Louie. <laughs> no, well, now he's, he'll play the yeah. singing frog, but he <laughs> listens fairly well. Come on. <laughs> I want to grab him. Oh, okay. He'll, he'll make his way over at some yeah. point. A lot of cats in here. Yeah, there's the, quite a few. The hearts love their cats. Like, Yeah, there's, I don't, it's so Eddie funny. talks about cats I, all the I, time. I happen, to, I happen to love cats even before I got engulfed by the Hart family. So it's a double whammy. 
<laughs> Look at this. This is good. Yeah, they they run the house. We just happen to live here. Natty's stealing the cats away here. Yep, one at a time. <laughs> I've seen so many videos that you guys have been posting inside your dungeon. Yes, sir. And I, I feel like you know fans will see you get in the rim, ring, you know, doing some hands-on stuff, and immediately people are like, "Ah, oh, yeah. TJ could come back." Yeah. Where are you on that? Uh, I mean. Uh, I know they say never say never, but uh, I'm, I've said never for the last eight years. <laughs> um, no, the truth is I can do like, uh, I can do probably in, in some things, I can do like 99% of the move. I just can't do the, the actual bump. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and I'm sure maybe I could take a couple, but but at what cost? Or I don't know, like I, I, haven't, I haven't taken one. So there's no- What's the point? There's no point right. to me. What's the point in trying one that could- it really hurts you. Now, if I, I am very fortunate, uh, you know, uh, I really enjoy my work as a producer. If I didn't, and if I didn't have that outlet, I could understand why I would try to venture out and maybe try taking a bump and see how that felt and kind of go from there. But luck, I'm, I'm very, I'm very blessed. And luckily I don't have to go down that avenue. So I just, I don't think I'm Going to, well, not, I don't think I know I'm not going to go down that avenue. <laughs> I think people hear a neck injury and they just lump all of them into the same category. Yeah. So and people I, think like, oh, you had the same thing as Edge, right? Yeah. It's a and, neck. And he came back. Yes. And and, and Brian, Brian Dennis. And Paige, yeah. Yep. Yep. But, and, and I get, I get that. I, I, well, I get those messages a lot and I get that mindset. I understand where that comes from. Um, I believe Steve Austin has the, the second highest, at least in terms of, WWE wrestler uh, in terms of how high their fusion is. His was, a, I think, a C3 and C4. Okay. Most of the normal one is like C5 and 6 or 6 and 7. Mine's C1 and C2. The very top two vertebrae in your body. Mine wow. are fused. That's the difference. That's why uh, even when it happened, well, when I posted the the picture of the scar, the staples in the back. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the benefits of joining the broken neck club is, uh, as I refer to it, Steve, <laughs> Steve Austin becomes a friend of yours and he, he reaches out to you and you text and phone call all the time. But I posted that picture and within like 20 minutes, Austin was either calling me or texting me and he's like, kid, why'd they go through the, the back? Why not through the front? And I explained, well, Steve, it's the equivalent of where they went is the equivalent of my mouth. That's where my fusion is, is adjacent to my mouth. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. It's that high up. Wow. Natty. Or you'll see a lot of people that have had it, they kind of have that scar. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Natty was saying it's like the one right under your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. But the work you're doing behind the scenes, uh, it's just incredible. And it's, I mean, it's grown so much since the last time I talked to you, too. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's always a challenge. And the challenge is always to top whatever we did last time. And that's kind of, that's the, that's the cool thing about, about what we do and about about WWE and about wrestling being 52 weeks a year. Is, say you don't like your match on uh, Monday, you'll guess what? Next Monday, you'll have another chance and the following, the following, the following, the following. So that's kind of the, I always will say to uh, talent, like that'll come back a little bit frustrated. I'm like, are you, are you hurt? And they're like, no. I said, okay, well then we can do this again next week and it'll be better. And that's the progress. So you what, know? what are some of the matches that lately you've been working on that, you know, people can go watch and go, ah, I see. Um, I was really proud of uh, Charlotte, Bianca, and Asuka at SummerSlam, triple threat. Um, I was really proud of the, the Women's Royal Rumble this year. I loved it. I thought um, thought all the drama and the suspense on the end with Liv, Rhea, and Asuka was exactly what we were looking for. And uh, the truth is I had, I learned some, I had a whole different finish planned um, Using Naya, who I got okayed to come in as uh, as a surprise entrant, uh, she wasn't re-signed yet at that point, and um, I had a whole different finish involving her, and um, it it got changed maybe two days before, and I remember thinking like, oh, I'm not going to come up with anything better, uh, you know. Felt a little frustrated. Not not mad at anybody. I, it's that's the game. Sometimes sometimes your idea goes through, and sometimes there's little tweaks, and mm. so. What's funny is we ended. I learned a very, very valuable lesson. We ended up coming with a way better finish than the one I had mapped out in my mind. It was way, way better. So I learned a lesson that not, not fall in love with these, not get married to these ideas because things change and it's all moving parts and, and we'll figure it out. The town's good enough that we will absolutely figure this out. 
This episode is brought to you by MyBookie. And with UFC 295 this weekend and WWE Survivor Series just around the corner, it's time to put your money where your mouth is at MyBookie. And yeah, you heard that right. You can bet on WWE PLEs at MyBookie.ag. If you haven't signed up yet, make sure to do it now. Use my promo code CVV so you can grab a free cash bonus on top of your first deposit. So instead of complaining about Oh man, these PLEs have been so predictable. It's so obvious who's going to win. Why not win yourself? Why not make a little bit of money with all that knowledge that you have at MyBookie? Cash in and win with MyBookie, baby. Use that promo code CVV. You'll grab a free cash bonus on top of your first deposit. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. And if you've ever been thinking of trying Blue Chew, how about your first month for free? Yeah, when you use the promo code CVV at checkout at bluechew.com, you'll get your first month for free. You just have to pay $5 for shipping. Guys, this is the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but it's in chewable tablets and a fraction of the cost. And the best part, it's all done online. There's no doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And look, even if you don't struggle in the bedroom department, this is kind of a fun thing to try. And I promise you, the missus or the girlfriend or whoever it is, is gonna be a big fan of this too. Bluechew.com, use that promo code CVV at checkout and you get your first month for free. You just have to pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is CVV. Walk us through a day. Like, so you, you get to the arena. Do you already know your matches at that point? Usually, yeah. Okay. Not always, but usually. And then do you get with the talent at that point? Yeah, well, we'll first we'll, uh, I'll have the production meeting in the day. That's the first thing I do. Then get out of the production meeting. Then, yeah, then get with the talent. Then start kind of strategizing and figuring out you know, a lot of things factor into these matches. How much time we have? Um, is it two segments? Is it three segments? Is it one? Um, where are we on the show? Is there another? Since I work with the women almost exclusively, is there another women's match on the show? Okay, what are they doing that then we're going to do very different? So the, if there's two on that show or three, keep them all very different from each other. Um, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of lot of different aspects that go into... It, it, I mean, you know, a f it sounds so crazy, but a four-minute match and a seven-minute match are very different in terms of putting it together. It's very different. In what way? Just in terms of, like, there's just a lot more. I, I, I've had this conversation a bunch with Bailey, but, like, so a four-minute match or a seven- or eight-minute match, okay, let's just say even, let's say 10. In a 10-minute match, you know, if you mess up a couple things in the beginning or maybe your ideas when you're putting it together, maybe they weren't exactly, you weren't hitting in the beginning. You have a few more minutes to like get out of that and be, you know, and the whole match by the end could be totally different. In a four minute, three, four minute match, every, you know, you might plan, let's just say six things. Let's say five things. Each thing is worth 20% of that match. Sure. So each thing is now has so much more importance in the shorter match. A shorter match is, it's crazy. They're they're a lot trickier to put together than the longer ones. A 20-minute match is obviously, you know, you have to fill that 20 minutes. And if the story's right, it, that actually shouldn't be that hard, honestly. But a uh a, a five-minute match is is a little trickier to put together than a 20-minute match, if you can believe that. The car now again, cardio and all that is a whole different ballgame. But a five-minute match is tricky because, you know, like Whoever's losing, they want to make sure that they look good before mm -hmm. losing. And you got only, you know, three or four minutes to do that. You know, it, 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 the time crunch is very different. When the match is actually on, where are you watching it in Gorilla? I'm in Gorilla. I have the headset on. Um, I always joke that you haven't really worked in WWE to put that headset on at least one time. It's crazy. You put that headset on and you're talking to... A lot of people at one time. Every camera guy can hear me. Well, when I when I press the ring channel, whatever. Yeah. Every every cameraman can hear me. Um, the truck can hear me. Um, the referee can. The hear referee. You. I can talk to the ref. Yeah. Um, Hunter, Triple H, Bruce Pritchard. I mean, whoever's got the headset on, 
Billy Kidman, who time in the show. Uh, you put you put that headset on. You're talking to at least like fifteen people, but 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 like maybe five or six are talking back to you, mm. and you're trying to watch the match, and you're trying to uh, communicate to the truck of like what's you know you don't want to miss shots so what's happening next. And a lot of times the talent will come to the back and they'll ask me what I thought of the match, and I I can give them a general um, view of the match, but I always tell them I have to. I have to go and watch it after by myself because there's too much stuff going on. I'm, I'm checking the time. I'm, I'm talking to the truck. I'm talking to the ref. Hey, make sure. Hey, tell him plan B, plan B, plan B. I mean, that happened a few weeks ago. Uh, I matched a few weeks ago. I was very proud of um, Becky and Zoe Falls Count Anywhere match. And that was, we, there was a lot of, lot of audibles going on on the fly that if you, if you just, if I were to just watching it and I didn't know, you wouldn't catch them. But sure. I, when I, when I'm at home watching it back, I, I, Caught that one. I caught that one. Caught that. Okay. Plan B in terms of what's going on in the match, or like an actual Plan, different finish. Uh, not a different finish, but just uh, either making something longer or making it shorter, depending on time. Especially yeah. when you have when you have that last segment on SmackDown or Raw. There's no. There's not an overrun anymore. Mm. That thing's. Uh, it's tense. <laughs> yeah. It's tense. Like on headset, there. You know, they start. They'll be, they'll hit you with the. Okay, we have. Five minutes to drop dead. I remember the first time I heard drop dead. Like, that's pretty intense, man. We're gonna drop, we're gonna <laughs> well, drop that means dead. that no matter what's going on, the show ends. Yes. Yeah. And so plan B, pl plan A is always, hey, let's get this finish on TV. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, that's always plan A. I was talking to uh, one of your fellow producers, was talking to Shane Helms, and he was saying what was so interesting was, he gets so much, like now that he's a producer, he gets so much of like, oh, why stuff is a certain way or like he wished he had known when he was a wrestler how things actually worked behind the scenes. That gave me goosebumps because it's so true. It, you know, it's one of those things. It's like you wish, you wish you knew now, you wish you knew then what you know now and you could apply it. You know, like if I yeah. could, if I could take what I know now and apply it to even say like for my NXT run on, how different that would be just in what I know, you know? And that's just, I guess, I guess that's life. Uh, wrestling is funny like that. I, I always say that it's like you're, when you start out, you're physical, you know, you're, when you start out, you're young and you're invincible and your physical is like a 10 out of 10. But what you know about actually what you really know, not in terms of like, you know, knowing that Hulk Hogan beat Iron Sheik to win the title, not, but like in terms of what you actually know when you're in there is, maybe a two out of 10. And as time goes, as time goes on, mm. the two start to balance. Yeah. And then somewhere the mind starts to overtake the physical. And, you know, you start to see glimpses of it. Like to me, like Bret Hart in, in 96, 97, that Hart Foundation run, 1997, uh, like his, his promos were like perfect. His work, Everything had connected at that point. And it was, he's 40 years old at that run. 39, 40. Mm. You know, he's been doing it his whole life. The encyclopedic knowledge that you have about pro wrestling <laughs> is like Rain Man level. It's, it's, it's so weird. I like, I try to distract myself with so many other things. So that way wrestling, it's this constant battle and I love wrestling, but I try not to let it because for many, for a couple decades, it like consumed everything in me. Now I, I try to, play a lot of 2K and I, I'm a big basketball fan. So I'm excited for the NBA season to start again soon. And I, I'm a big UFC fan. I engulf myself in all these other things, but really it's like wrestling's like, you can try if you want to, but we know that you remember everything we've done. Like it's, it's, it's true. I do. I have a, I have a phenomenal memory, but when it comes to wrestling, it's like extra for some reason like I, you, I don't know why you can like tell us finishes of matches that happened 27 years ago like yeah yeah hell yeah especially if like <laughs> yeah, if, if, it, if, it, if it meant something to me absolutely i will tell you <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i was talking to nick all this you know he's a huge bret hart fan yeah he says that his favorite match was we're gonna go down a real rabbit hole uh -oh. this. <laughs> it was bret hart mr perfect but king of the ring and he was talking about like the just the nuances during this. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know the match. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He was talking about the nuances of like, then Brett does this, and then Brett did this thing, and then Mr. Perfect did this. I'm like, oh man, that's just the way you guys think. You know what's really funny, man? If again, goosebumps. So here's the thing: you just brought up King of the Ring '93. You just brought up Brett and Mr. Perfect, and my memory. 
I will tell you, I can, this is a funny story and I don't mean, I'm going to try to make it not long-winded. Um, how I kind of, we're not even kind of, how I won Brett over, we were training at his house in 96. We, we wrestled a, a WWE live event match at the Saddle Dome in 1996. I was 16. Harry was 11. Teddy was 16. What? Yeah, we did. 11? Yeah, Harry was 11. In the finish, he did a headbutt off the, Teddy superplexed me and Harry did a headbutt off the top rope at 11 years old. Like it just In front was, of like a crowd? Yeah, yeah. In front of, uh, there might have been, there might have been like five or 6,000 people there that day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the what? Saddle Dome is, is uh, Shawn Michaels and Vader's the main event. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> 11 years old and 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. I've interrupted no, your no, story. No, no. so uh, so Brett came to that show. He, had, he uh, You know, I don't know the inner workings. Maybe he had signed back, but this is like, he, the, the promo hadn't happened yet where he comes on TV and says like that he's signing with WWE and he's going to wrestle Steve Austin at Survivor Series. It's around that timeline, but it's not quite there yet. So we start training at Brett's house. Brett came that day, and uh, then he invited us to start coming and training at, at his house. So Teddy and I were training at his house, and one day Brett was in the ring, and he was in there with us, and he was telling us a story about um, King Ring 93 and about how, like, when he found out he wasn't going to win any of the matches with the sharpshooter. And he said, you know, so I had them. So he's like, I wanted to come up with a reason logically, the psychology as to why am I not winning with the sharpshooter these three matches? And um, he's like, do you guys know what, what it was? And right away, Ted jumped in and Ted said, oh yeah, they worked your knee. And Brett said, no. And then I thought for a second, I, and I can remember like, I remember Razor stomping on Brett's hands. And then I remember Brett going for the sharpshooter with Mr. Perfect and he grabs his fingers. And I, I said, your fingers. And Brett like, he almost like, he looked for a second and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost, how did this kid know? And then I think that's what started the wheels of like, Brett was like, oh, this, he really does pay attention to wow. details. Wow. And then last time I saw Brett, um, I was at his house a few months ago. And um, he knows like, I love the Iron Man match, Brett and Sean. And I remember he's, he said, so knowing what you know now, would you do it the way we did it where we just kind of go two minutes extra or would you go an extra like 15 or 20? Oh, that's a good question. And, and I, I, I said, I said, that's a good question, man, because both work. And then Brett goes, no, no, I'm asking you. And I was like, oh, you, this isn't a retort. This is like TJ's got to answer this question now. I said, man, I've seen the two minute version. Give me the, give me the 15 or 20. Let's see. Let's, I don't know. Let's see what it is. So you're putting your producer hat on here. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, because before it would have been the fan hat. Of course. Wow. And, and I was there live. O Owen flew me to that WrestleMania 12. So that's another reason uh, like it extra has like a special sentiment, sentimental value to me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I love that you're passing this all down, not just through the producing, but also with what you guys have in your own dungeon. 
And the, I mean, the, the videos get posted, the names of the people that have been through there. Uh, we we had Natty on. She was listing off a bunch of people. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, I forgot all these other people. Yeah, that she want, made sure that I <laughs> men- mentioned them, which I will. I will. <laughs> no, the truth is we have a great crew of people there. So I get why you start running on some names and you might forget some because you're just trying to n- make sure you're trying not to leave anybody out. But in doing so, you end up leaving people out because you're just trying to na- think you're thinking of the you're trying to think of the people that you're almost forgetting rather than almost the obvious people that come to your mind. So it's a, it's like a workshop for like for established wrestlers that are just looking to, you know, get that just that 1% better. Yeah, and you, what's cool is what my ultimate idea of it would be is basically what it is now. But yeah, I kind of needed everybody to get there, but exactly, where it is just a workshop where we kind of just throw around different philosophies and different psychologies and and then almost like play them out and see if it if we feel it works or doesn't work and kind of just trying out different things. But, you know, it kind of needed everybody to get to a certain level before we could get there. Like I trained a couple of guys from scratch that I've improved immensely. It's just, it's a good, it's a, sorry, it's not even good. It's a great, it's just a great environment. Like I've had a lot of guys come and say, to the two guys I trained from scratch, they've told them, I don't know if you guys realize it's not like a normal wrestling school. Like there's no, there's not a lot of like BS or backstabbing or, you know, that toxicity going on of, yeah, just, and that's, that's not to say that that only happens in wrestling. It just is sometimes it's human nature and it, you know, gossip and that kind of thing happens. But at my ring, I feel like we don't have much of that. There's no point. It's, it's not about, you know, getting booked on this local show. Or yeah. We have a bunch of guys like Dawkins, who's on SmackDown. Apollo, who's, I believe, on Raw at the moment. Um, uh, B-Fab, again, who's on SmackDown. You know, you have Moose from Impact Wrestling. Like, it's all these people from all these different places. And then it's almost like we all kind of come together and then everybody kind of disperses and like, yeah. all right, go spread the information and go. This is it's actually the opposite of mo- most normal wrestling schools because... A normal wrestling school, everybody's at that like two out of 10. You know, they're learning everything yeah. for the first time. Here you've got people that have five, 10, 20 years experience that are just getting the rust off or they're just trying to get just a little bit better. And of course there's no, you know, uh, jealousy because everybody ha- already has a job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, m- most of the people, that is true. But it's like, it's funny. Um, I don't think it's a big deal to share this but a few months ago or maybe six months ago Les Spears was texting me and he was like hey are, are you running practice today I said yep he said is it cool to stop by and I was like yeah and I was thinking like weird I mean he has his own ring yeah and it's much closer to his house <laughs> I assume <laughs> so anyway he came to he came to training and of course he was great we've always gotten along great um and after he kind of he gave a speech kind of to everybody you know and he was like man this is a this is a great facility. He said, guys, I'm, I'm usually working with guys that are brand new. He's like, I wanted to like get out and, and just get a different change of scenery. And I, right, I was like, oh, it clicked. Like he's training people, you know, from scratch to the three month mark. And then they, off they go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then rinse and repeat. And, not, and I mean, rinse and repeat as, as in like- Just new students coming yeah, in. Yeah, new students coming in. Yeah. So he's always kind of in that newish, he's yes. always working with newish people. And, and you can, and you definitely sharpen your skills, but it's a different set of skills than if you work with people that are polished and have more experience. Not more experience than Spears, but just more experience than the people you're normally in there with. So, sure. so you know, I, I was like, oh, it, it, all this is about balance. He's get, you just get in a little bit of balance. You want to get in there with some people that had a little more experience. I, I got it. Because for most wrestlers that are working every week, the only time they're really getting in the ring is during their match. Yep. And maybe earlier in the day, sure, sure. if the ring's free. Yep. If but, the ring's free. Right. <laughs> what, what you've got here is like, you know, kind of an ability for anybody to drop by. Yeah. And especially like, um, especially if, if you have a, like, obviously if we know you, but if you have any kind of, if you're any, if you're in WWE at all, you obviously are welcome to come down. And then anyone else that's reached out, like for the most part, everyone's, uh, you know, can't just have every anyone or everyone, but we've had a lot of people come at least one time, and just it's not for everybody. So it, it, sometimes it is a little. I mean, it's hot in there. There's a there's a couple of industrial fans, but otherwise it's it's a sauna. It's a sauna. Dawkins comes there, and 
brings about four or five shirts and sweats through all of them on purpose. He treats it as a cardio workout and, and, it, and it's working. When we came in here, you were playing something. What were you playing? What video game? Uh, NBA 2K24. Is that your game? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm in the I'm in the grinding part of it. You got to grind and get the VC and <laughs> unlock the badges. It's kind of the boring part of the game right now. <laughs> you you must have just got this game. Yeah, I got it a couple weeks ago. Okay. It just came out. So so you're like you know that that's the game you're dialed into. Yeah. What was before this game came out? What were you playing? Uh, 2K23. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can guess what the next game will be. Uh, but I, I play it like at night. I play a lot of games with my friends. Like I'll play like Among Us just because it's like e you just met, oh, it's yeah. easy. And like uh, FIFA, Last of Us. I play a lot of games, but I get dialed in in one. Right, it's right now, my friends, everybody's playing 2K24. So that's what I'm, NBA 2K24 is what I'm like locked in on at the moment. I stumbled across that throwback photo from WrestleMania 27 when I met you for the very first time. Oh, wow. You blew my mind. I thought we met in Orlando, but we met at WrestleMania we, 27 we, in Atlanta. We really met and like knew who each other yeah. were five years ago. But WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta, we found <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't really doing a ton of interviews at that time. We found out where the talent hotel was. And we're like, oh, let's just go get a drink at that bar. Yeah. And all of you guys were in the lobby. So I got a photo with you. I got a photo with Natty. A bunch of people. I wonder. What, do you remember what night that was? Was that like the first night? Was I that think like it was the, like the Friday okay, night? Because okay. it, it's really funny. I think I, I met him as a kid, but I met X, like as a you know as a WWE superstar. I met X Pac there. I got a photo with X Pac that night. That is so funny. And then Stone Cold came down to the bar. Okay. Yep. Just for like one beer. Yep. And he got mobbed. By I him. remember and he had like his own security. It was like guys like yep. he just wants to drink a yep. beer like give him some space but uh the the thing about that photo with you is your hair is that's incredible <laughs> uh. the front piece and i at that point i was i remember wrestling 27 at that point i'm using like natty had uh one of those i guess it's a flat iron believe it or not i don't really know but i would use that to make my hair straight up but i, I remember on a european tour right after wrestlemania i went to do it in uh like a like one whole side, like the half broke off. <laughs> so I had to cut the other side so it matched. It was crazy. Your, your hair, chunk of hair broke off? Yeah, that little front piece from the, the from the flat iron every day. What would you call that haircut? A lot of people would call called it the Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the Tyson. I, I mean, know, it really man. is it's, the Tyson kid. Here's the truth. A lot of people have asked me about it. My barber always will joke because like, uh, in the barbershop a few weeks ago, they they were pulling up old pictures of it. And my my barber's like, he kind of shakes his head because he's he was not my barber at that time. So like, he, whenever he gets tagged in it, he's like, it's not me. I wasn't the one doing that. I said, no, I was doing it myself. But here's like, I, I needed something. I needed something to identify me from everybody else. Um, my promos got better, but at that time, I knew my promos weren't going to be it. I was smaller than most of the guys uh height wise and stature so i just i needed a little something to stick out and i remember like maybe two weeks in being on the main roster we were in um cincinnati and uh i met, i ran into this uh woman and her son and her, she's like hey he's a huge fan and she, and then i look he has the exact same haircut oh. she's like do you recognize the haircut and i was like i sure do <laughs> and that happened before when i was wrestling in england too so i always I felt like I needed something to like, so I had that for like the first, I had it for a long time from like 2005, probably to 2011. That's a long time. Yeah. So what makes you decide like, all right, it's back to a normal haircut. Now. I was like, okay, uh, I was not really doing much. I was on like NXT when it was on the main roster, but not on TV. It was just on the website and on wrestling on superstars and NXT basically. And I was like, I need something different. I was like, I'm sick of like this little haircut's run its course. Going to the movie theater looking like this has run its course. <laughs> Just wear a lot of hats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, let me, I, I remember asking Johnny, I said, do you mind if I shave my, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to like be locked into one. I said, do you mind if I shave my hair or grow it out? I kind of left it open. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no problem. And then. Everyone um, does a Johnny Ace. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> You have to, you have to, you have to. It, I think it's awesome. It, I wish I had a voice that was like that, that was so identifable. That's Everyone true. knows who it is. It's that's awesome. true, yeah. 
no, no one does Macho Man's voice as an insult. You know what I mean? Absolutely, you're absolutely right. And so, um, uh, I, then I started shaving it, and I remember a few weeks in, Johnny's like, I "Thought you said you were gonna grow it out," and I was like, "Oh, I think he liked that part better." Okay, so I grew it out, and, and a little bit, and now you've got normal hair. Yeah, now I have normal hair. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what's funny? I, I wonder. I, I'm sure they wouldn't bother me too much, but how much would they? How much would like they really enjoy? that look as a producer you're gonna bring it back no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i know you've got to wear a, a suit when you go in there so yeah. i don't know if the suit and the hair yeah, yeah it's that is that's a balance i'm Ooh, talking that's about the juxtaposition yeah. there yeah <laughs> like graves with the tattoos that's true suits you know it's yeah you're looking jacked by the way trying to i just uh i natty's funny she always gets mad at me i'm always buying gimmicks but right now i recently bought a. Uh, you know, training the garage in Florida is a sauna, but I actually bought like a little like one man sauna. I saw it. It's awesome. Why don't you buy a wooden sauna? I, I, uh, Natty gets mad and she tells me that there's nowhere to put it. So I, I got that one off of Amazon for like two hundred dollars, thinking <laughs> if it's if it's if it's garbage, at least it, you know, I'm not bankrupt. What even it. heats it for two hundred dollars? Um, you plug it in and there's a little steamer in there. Oh, okay. And then, um. It gets, it's like 110 degrees in there. Okay. It, it, I mean, so that's, that's well, you mean in, inside the sauna? Inside. It's got to be warmer than that. Because a normal, like a sauna, if you went to the gym, is like 170, 180. So maybe, but maybe just my little, I have like a little thermometer in there. I was trying to see how hot it is. It's it's a bit of a sauna and a steam room because the steam's coming out. It's a little bit of both. Okay. But I, I, I noticed a difference in my body in the last two weeks that I've had it. Oh, that's great. I, like, I love the sauna. I love it. And I missed it. It's one thing I miss about public gyms. I haven't been to a public gym since the pandemic. Outside, yeah, I work out in hotel gyms now on the road. I don't picture myself ever in a public gym ever again. You've I, got such a great setup here. I love this gym. I love this yeah. gym. And the mural and like, that guy, he did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal so job. So it's there's murals of Brett, Owen, yeah. you, and Anvil, right? Am uh, I missing anyone? Brett, Owen, Davey. Oh, Davey. Yep. And, yeah. and the and the the me that was I didn't ask for that that was Natty's edition I didn't Natty needs to be in there yeah I didn't put myself on the wall that wasn't my thing that was Natty <laughs> I wasn't doing that I would have I would have put Pillman on he's the yeah. he's, he's the fifth member yeah that's true I don't know if uh, I don't know if Natty's told you this but like obviously she's gonna go to the Hall of Fame one day right yeah and she said that uh, she'd love you to induct her one day I've never even thought about that well. She's like, you know, I think that that would be one of them. Maybe it's Brett. Maybe it's Stephanie. But, uh, I mean, think so about it. So I'm on the list. I, you're, you're number one. And oh, then, And then wow. it was like. Oh, got it, got it. Way after. Because think about it. And especially the way she explained it. You've been there the whole time. You've been part of her wrestling journey, her wrestling story since before day one, actually. Yeah, yeah. I trained her from the beginning, from the very, very beginning. Yeah, I, that's where, like, I'm very proud, obviously, of Natty's career. Um, having the most matches of any woman in WWE history, and she just keeps adding on to that. You know, that's like um, that's a Cal Ripken thing. You can't, you can't manufacture that. Yeah. You know, you have to show up. You have to show day. up, and you have to, you know, by the whatever the star, whatever, but to not be injured in in this in in any sport. It, you know, that's why Cal Ripken's record is. It's hard to play a sport, you know, all in baseball, 162 games, yeah. you know, basketball, 82 games, hockey, 80. It's hard to do that. Mm -hmm. in, in wrestling, in WWE, it's 52 weeks a year. Yeah, no offseason. There's no offseason. You know, we would do WrestleMania, which would be our Super Bowl. The next day is Raw. So, like, we do the Super Bowl, and then very next day is a regular season game. And then generally the week after that, then we'd go to Europe. So it's like, then we're in Europe for two weeks as a talent like you just you do the super bowl imagine doing the super bowl and then like the very next week is a game again and it's off you go and I, I get it it's it's only in our world and there's a reason for it it's just it's it's interesting when you look at it com compared to anything else it just is a different animal altogether so these accolades that natty has is it's gonna be it's i, I say nearly impossible to beat but i i use the dr tom quote of What's impossible? What's 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 possible has been done. What's impossible will be done. So, mm. 
again, never say never, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know how anyone's going to get close to touching these numbers that he has. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What would you say has been the biggest change you've seen since you stopped wrestling to the product that we have now? That's a great question. Um, there's, definitely, there's definitely been a lot of change. Um, even if you start with with the producers there there is a change in producers over the last four years uh royal rumble 2019 the 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 raw after they brought in a lot of producers um kurt angle abyss that's when helms started as a producer um davari sanjay um I'm I'm Lance Storm. I'm missing a few, but they're I mean they brought in like eight or something, like eight brand new producers and Jason Jordan started around that time, a little before that. So I think um the producer game got younger. There's a younger mindset in there. Again, does that doesn't mean it's it's gonna be right. Doesn't it doesn't mean it's gonna be wrong, it just means it's gonna be a little different. Um and I think a lot of changes in terms of uh, obviously, especially at a time when Vince stepped down and, and Triple H took over, it was a it became you could see the differences on the show week to week. Because I think again, same kind of mindset with just it's just a, a younger mindset. And mm-hmm. so it's just, again, it's not I'm not saying it's all gonna be right and it's definitely not all gonna be wrong, it's just gonna be different and mm-hmm. you just gotta ride it out and kind of see where it goes. But certain things like the storytelling, like like this Roman Reigns bloodline stuff's been going on for three years. And I, I for me personally, I, some others may think whatever, but for me personally, I'm as into it as I've ever been. Yeah. So, yeah. And you see like the judgment day. Yeah. Um, Gunther just beat Hunky. So I think uh, there seems to be a lot more long-term stuff happening. Definitely. It, like it, And the thing with the bloodline storyline is just when you think like, ah, I'm not that interested anymore. Yep. Yeah, right back it's in. So true. It's so true. Yeah, three years in, it's crazy. But you're right. The long term storytelling hadn't been done. Not, n- not at this level. Not, and not, not at so many different things. Yeah, like, and, and like really, long term storytelling hadn't been done in maybe decades. Like, Shh. like for you're stories right. like that that are lasting this long. Yeah, like think about even like in this last year, like how far the Judgment Day have come. Um, the bloodline continues to. Be very strong. Bianca broke some record for longest reigning like Raw champion for 400 days or something. Mm-hmm. And then Gunther, like I said, just beat Honky Tonk Man. So to your point is like, those are four like big key points of like that involves long-term thinking and storytelling to get there. You can't, yeah, yeah. you can't just, you know, uh, you can't just wake up tomorrow and say, hey, you know what? Well, tomorrow we'll say that this is a 400 day reign. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, they only won it last week. You're like, yeah, but storytelling no i'll just say 400 now <laughs> yeah. time lapse like, that's not that's not how this works this yeah. is in real time yeah all of, our, all of our stuff is in real time have you been uh keeping tabs on what your buddy uh, claudio has been doing uh yep a little bit here and there uh he and i we just spoke on the phone for about an hour and a half last week he had a drive he, did, he was driving from like uh he was driving in pennsylvania so he's driving to philly for a flight or something. So we, yeah, we spoke for a while. I feel like when you guys were doing stuff together, like both, it was always like, these guys are the workhorses and these guys are like underappreciated. And I feel like now he's starting to be appreciated. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm proud of him. He, he, 
he never stops this guy. He always wants to get better. Here's the crazy thing. He's already so good. He's so good. Yet he's, he's on this permanent quest to keep getting better. He's not, he's not, he's so funny. Like after a match, he won't be like, yeah, that was amazing. He, he if it's great, he will accept it, but he'll be like, ah, I could do this better and do that better. He's just, he's just, he's a perfectionist in mm-hmm. a good way. Not in a, not in a way that's going to make him, you know, toxic or, or negative. It's not that he just is very funny. Cause just like you said, like he's n- he has been underappreciated for a very long time, and and it feels like now he's not. In t- now he is. Now he's being appreciated in the way yeah. he should be. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being appreciated, I appreciate you. Hell it's, yeah, <laughs> my it's, pleasure. It's good to be able to catch up with you. Yeah, this is your third time on the show. Yeah. I, hey, I I don't want to be a stranger. I like it. No, I like it too. Uh, I don't think I was doing this before. Uh, I end with the same question every single time about gratitude. What are three things in your life you're grateful for right now? Wow. That is a great question. I'm very grateful. It's funny because it can be frustrating, but I am insanely grateful for wrestling, for the wrestling business. Um, It's given me everything in my life. Everything. Every single thing I have, everything Mm. I've accomplished, everything I've been able to help out other family members and stuff. It's all through wrestling. Every single thing, no matter how frustrated I get with wrestling or how much I might curse it on a random Monday. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is I love wrestling. I love wrestling like nothing else. And I'm very grateful for it. Um, I mean, the obvious is being grateful for my health and, you know, I, it's something that I do my best and I'm not perfect by any means, but I do my best not to take it for granted. Like the fact that I'm able to move my neck even as much as I can and that I'm not in pain. Like I'm very grateful that honestly, I, w- I wake up every day and there are bad days once in a while where my neck will be stiff and my traps will be tight or whatever when I get up. But for the most part, I wake up pain-free and I wrestled almost exactly 20 years. I started in July, 1995. And my last match is June, 2015. It's very close to exactly 20 years at a, at a very high paced, high impact style f- for pretty much the duration of that career from the beginning to the end. Um, so I'm grateful that I, I'm pretty much pain free. And honestly, especially after the injury, like, by the way, was the worst case scenario it, with your injury uh, that you couldn't move your limbs or was it that you would die? Uh, worst case was death. <sighs> Worst case was death. Dude. I, I was getting, uh, the, the, the nurse was the one who finally like said that to me. I was getting a little bit antsy because they were, and this is a totally different subject, but they were waiting on an airlift. They were working on an airlift and um, we were in Texas and they were bringing me back to Tampa and they would inject me with like blood thinners and do all this stuff and come check my vitals. I wasn't on any painkillers or anything while I was there. I just was like uncomfortable. Like I was in a collar and I was just in a, pain but not not enough that i needed a painkiller or anything i'm just sitting there and after the second day of of maybe we're gonna get out of here but then we don't i was i was starting to get a little agitated and i said man i just want to go home and then the nurse came in she said sir i don't think you understand like your c2 which is the the ligament that holds the c2 in place is what ruptured all my injury the c2 controls your breathing she said sir I only laugh because of how crazy it is, but she was like, when you landed, you should have, you should have suffocated to death on impact. Wow. And I was like, oh, and then she said, she said 99% of people that survive this are quadriplegic. She said, somehow you didn't suffocate to death. Somehow you're not a quadriplegic. Please understand what we're trying to help you. I wasn't being belligerent. I just was starting to get a little, and then that brought everything right mm. back to reality. And I was like, you know what? I, yo, did you guys switch this bed while we were talking? Because this bed just got so comfortable. And this TV <laughs> I was complaining about is perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It, yeah. So I'm yeah. very, I'm very grateful for my health. Yeah. And um, my third one, I mean, I'm grateful, grateful for my, for my family, for the life that I have for Natty. You know, I'm very grateful that I have Natty in my life. Because without Natty, a lot, none of this happens. Yeah. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't have achieved 
any of this. I would have. <laughs> Uh, I can be I can be fiery, but only because she allows me to. Otherwise, I'll I'll turn into a little wallflower. So, uh, so yeah, I'm very grateful for Natty. It's so good to see you, brother. Chris, it's always great seeing you. Yeah, man. appreciate you. Hell yeah, I always see your clips all the time. I I'll be scrolling Instagram and I'll always stop and watch your clips all the time. It, hey, yeah, and I'm not you. just saying that because you're sitting here. I I swear I'll stop and watch your clips all the time. I see you with masters. I see you with. With with everybody, man, RVD. I I see. I just yeah. It's, it's I always. It's always a collection of who's who. I I actually did. I was scrolling through and I saw you you talking with talking with Nick about Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart. So that's so funny. Oh, wow. I really I really saw that scrolling the other day. Wow. And well, and now we just made a bunch of clips right here. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Chris, thank you very much. I appreciate you. I know you've just listened to this podcast here, but. When you have a second, go check out the interview on YouTube, either this one or the one with Natalia, just to see how cool the room was that we were in. They had a they have a library in their house, this two-story library with this beautiful brick wall and like a spiral staircase, and you you get a glimpse of it during this interview because that's where we shot this. So I would just encourage you to go check that out. And and if you haven't subscribed to Chris Van Vliet, that's the channel on YouTube or the CVV Clips channel on YouTube, please, it would, it would mean a lot to me. We're closing in on 400,000 subscribers on the CVV Clips channel. Also closing in on 400,000 subscribers on the main channel. So between the two of those 800,000 subscribers, I appreciate you. It's so cool. It's amazing to be able to travel around the world having conversations like this with TJ Wilson just conversations with people who are very passionate about what they do. And I appreciate you for being with us on these. And we're just getting started. This is episode number 531. I can't wait for episode number 1000, which at this rate, I think is like four years away, but man, I'm excited for it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you did, please share this with someone who you know is going to love it and snap a screenshot so we can share it out as well. He's at TJ Wilson. I'm at Chris Van Vliet, and here's a quote that seems so fitting for this whole conversation here. It's from Jim Rohn. He says, happiness is not by chance, but by choice. So my friend, I encourage you to choose happiness today, no matter what's going on in your life. And I know, I know it's not always easy to choose happiness, but just remember, it just doesn't happen. Happiness just doesn't fall into your lap. It is a choice. Be great. Be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.